Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Okay, morning, Kathy. Uh, here we Good are uh, in uh, the covenant and explaining the covenant. We've been just started this next section of, um, uh, you know, we've, we've talked about our responsibility, but uh, remember the covenant is I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a unit. It's not separated. Of okay, we'll get blessed, and then if you decide later, maybe you can give it away. And by the yeah. way, a lot it's of people all about flow through. It's right? All, it's all flow through. It happens uh, simultaneously. And um, uh, actually, I've had even a few people that I've talked to recently who said, "Well, um, I got to get myself all basically." Uh, fixed up and and fully mm. trained to be able to do that because I'm not you know I'm not that uh, gifted or skilled and I have stuff that I got to work through. When I get through, then mm. then then I can give it away. And God says, it doesn't work that way. It's right. the covenant is a unit. I'm blessing you to make you a blessing, and it's flow through. Mm-hmm. Uh, while and that's why by the way when you're abiding. And this happens universally. Uh, I've experienced it. Is God has given you verses and words mm-hmm. and say, "Here, meditate, process, understand, uh, receive," while you're doing it, and you're just even at the beginning of it. There'll be somebody cross your path, and God says, "That word's for them." Right. Uh, and right. Be- because I gave it to you, I'm using you to give it to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way. You don't have to pretend that you know all about it. It's just speak it, tell them where you are, and encourage them now to go hear what I have to say right. to them because you just gave it away. And this is the key to the whole thing is when we give it away, it's not us doing it. Mm-hmm. It's God doing it in the step and the process he needs to to get somebody else launched forward. And so it's not about did I, did I explain everything completely to them. A lot of times, it's just get them going right. <laughs> while right. you're while you're getting going, you know. And uh, and, and so, even I have found for myself so many times him calling me to give away um, something that I'm really just barely even starting the process in. You know, as I have conversations with people with that, that is how he teaches me even more. Like as as you're giving it away, he's ingraining it in you more as well. And so there's some beauty in the growth process in that. Right. Right. And the um, uh, and there's nothing more thrilling uh, than for us to see beginning of fruit from somebody else that received it, and you were the instrument to begin it, launch it, plant it, knowing that um, uh, it's not our work, it's God's work, but we right. get to participate. And he did use us to start something or to give it away or to see something. And you and I um, are really are kind of uh, seeing something wonderful right now is that um, uh, when, uh, you know, Dave Dunkel, uh, who I was used to give it away to, 
uh, he received it and started giving it away in a big way, both in Florida and then in New Hampshire. And I think it's now 12 years ago that we started doing retreats um, up in New Hampshire. Yes. Uh, and it was abiding. And what a fruit of that. <laughs> yeah. And we were we were started out doing abiding, and then we would start doing uh, our electives. Um, and every year, then for you know for the last twelve years, we've done two weeks of retreats uh, in the fall. By the way, we always pick the the prime color time. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, how how bad you know come for that. <laughs> in, in Dave's magnificent, Dave and Melissa's magnificent home up there. Um, it's just beautiful and. It's all set up for retreats, and it's nothing but spectacular. Uh, and so, uh, well, we've been doing it. Uh, Rick Ferris, who at the same time attended one of those early retreats, was just getting his C12 practice going. Um, and he and Kelly had a few things that God had to work through, and they learned abiding. Right. Then they started giving away abiding through their groups, and then, and then you were the recipient of that because Dan was a member of that group. Exactly. And hey, you need to go up to that retreat. And you went up to the retreat, um, and then you started giving it away. And so, um, we've been planting seed and giving it away. And we've been, you know, Dave and I, Melissa, uh, Linda, you and Dan, Rick and Kelly, uh, Scott and Kristen Cornell were mm-hmm. part of gr- uh, his group. They came in. They're leaders. They start giving it away. And so. And they're involved in different ministries up there. Uh, his mansion, which is a wonderful thing for disadvantaged uh, kids who are troubled. Um, and then Lydia's house, which is for uh, right. disadvantaged ladies. Right. And we've had Teresa Tozier on. Yeah, here. and Teresa so shared with that. Them. But so, uh, th- uh, and Tom Ewing uh, from Colorado has been a part of that because he's a worship leader and he does a lot of stuff uh, out there in the East Coast with Dave and, and that whole area. And he, he has a home actually in Rhode Island, so it's kind of cool. Uh, so, through their connections uh, and what God had been doing with what they had this uh, Labor Day weekend event called Woodsy Stock. He, Woodsy Stock. He, Woodsy, Woodsy, Woodsy <laughs> is a buffalo. Uh, that he had, and so he just had, it used to be just a rock event, rock and roll event. Um, mm. And then it morphed into, well, just to do worship. Uh, then it was, you know, let's help them go deeper. And uh, and so that's been developing. Um, and then this opportunity for uh, these ministries and Melissa, who has uh, expertise and experience in fundraising. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to ask people for money, but to come and hear a story, and if you have a heart, you give to it, but it's, it's silent auction, it's all kinds of cool stuff, right. you know, through a dinner. So she had this idea of, you know what, I think I think we ought to do something, and let's do it on Woodsy Stock Weekend, mm-hmm. uh, and com- combine them. And so it's happening. Uh, you're gonna be there, and you're part of the committee, actually, that's the facilitating it, and then Linda and I are gonna join. Uh, but we're going to see the impact and there's mm-hmm. nothing there's nothing more enjoyable than now to look at and say, oh my gosh, look at what God is up to. We get to be part of that, and now it's exploding, and there's a big, big, big movement in New Hampshire, right? Uh, because of it's centered around you know Dave and Melissa and you and uh, and Scott and Kristen Cornell there who are going to be uh, facilitating. And Teresa's, she's sold out, and you know the governor of, of New Hampshire's showing up. You know, so it's right. It's uh, going to be a big deal. It's going to be a big deal. But 
uh, in the aspect of giving it away, it's not, see, we don't say, well, I, I know what's going to happen. We had no idea what was going to happen, but we know mm-hmm. we'd be faithful. And as we gave it away, gave it away, gave it away, all of a sudden God says, okay, now I'm going to show you what I'm really up to. And I'm going to have these people now receive and give it away while you continue to give to them. And uh, we get to be part of, of a spectacular work. Nothing about us or what we're doing. It's just the privilege right. of receiving and giving away, which is a covenant. And really a lot of that is an invitation. Yes. You know, it's it's just God's invitation and our surrendered heart to say yes to joining him. Yeah. And it's so much fun. It's adventure. Yeah, yeah. And there's just nothing uh, better so that when, when people experience this, you know, and they share, I say, well, was there anything better than that? You know, and the answer is right. no, <laughs> no, it isn't. Uh, well, we got an uh, interesting question uh, from Diane Gomez, our friend uh, out of uh, Chicago. Uh, and uh, she's uh, been called uh, to uh, facilitate, teach, uh, intercede for Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's been to Israel. She's done, actually done uh, time over there. Uh, her ministry is around uh, under helping other people understand Israel, supporting Israel, and the covenant of Israel. So she had a question, and she says, um, and I've loved uh, yours and Kathy's uh, discussions about the covenant. It's been beautiful. Um, the covenant promises made to Abraham apply to us, and we're grafted in, and, and it's fantastic. Um, I do know there's still promises to the Abraham that uh, Abraham covenant apply to Israel uh, that have not been fully fulfilled, uh, and God is not done with it. Um, how is this all part of the covenant? Uh, the, mm. the nation of Israel, given, you know, that, that we're uh, grafted in. So, um, uh, first of all, it's a great question because uh, it's uh, in Scripture, by the way, um, there's different levels that apply to different things. So, they're not just, mm. we tend to think binary, this, right. this or that, you know, and particularly around this issue of Israel, uh, a lot of the Christian church is in that mode is that, well, yeah, that was Israel, mm-hmm. but we're Christians and we're New Covenant and Israel doesn't even matter anymore. So there's all this stuff that's going on over there with the land and all that stuff, you know, it doesn't really matter. We're the church, we're the new Israel. Um, mm. And uh, particularly American church, you know, America is right. the new Israel. We and, tend to be a very America-centric. Yeah, <laughs> um, and so now it doesn't even matter anymore because it's binary or other people think, uh, no, it's all about the Jews, and it's really not that important about us. And um, but God said, actually, that it's these things that I'm going to speak to you apply at different levels. Hmm. Uh, and um, there's a lot of things in Scripture that, like for example, um, in uh, Isaiah 11, uh, you can see that it's talking about the Messiah is the Spirit. Uh, is anointed and he is has the spirit of all these counseling and wisdom and understanding and knowledge um, and so people say well that's that's about Jesus well you got to take it at a much deeper level um, and as we understand it it applies to us too because it's really simple who is within us Jesus Jesus well if that's him well that's also us so we mm-hmm. wouldn't say oh no no that's just about him Mm-hmm. No, it's it is about him, but it's also about you, because it's at a deeper level, and you got to keep understanding that is it can be more than one thing that you're related to, not just either or. Um, Interesting, yeah. So it's really fun. So uh, when we look at Israel, 
uh, we got to understand a few things. So let's look at a couple of verses and try to answer this question. Uh, sure. And by the way, that's how we always answer questions is um, not, well, isn't this a good idea? Yeah, I think. <laughs> uh, well, let's go find out and, uh, and see what the word has to say. So if you go to First uh, Chronicles 16 um, and read verses, um, uh, let's say, uh, Starting in verse, uh, let's see, starting in verse 14. Okay. Uh, And we'll go down to um, 22, 14 to 22. 14 to 22. All right. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember his covenant forever, the word which he commanded for a thousand generations, the covenant which he made with Abraham and his oath to Isaac and confirmed it to Jacob for a statute, to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying to you, I will give the land of Canaan as the allotment of your inheritance. When you were few in number, indeed very few and strangers in it, when they went from one nation to another and from one kingdom to another people, he permitted no man to do them wrong. Yes, he rebuked kings for their sakes, saying, do not touch my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm. Okay. So, um, uh, we've been talking about the covenant. We've actually used this covenant uh, verse, and it says that uh, the covenant uh, in verse 15, remember, mm-hmm. this covenant is is for how long? Forever. Forever. For a thousand generations. <laughs> and a thousand generations, and a generation is 40 years, so that's 40,000 years. So we're at least still we're, covered. <laughs> we're good. We're good. <laughs> uh, we're still good. So the covenant exists, and it's forever. And um, it's not just limited to Israel, which it says, by the way, uh, to Israel for an everlasting covenant. And I'm Mm going to give you the land of of Canaan. um, And I've confirmed it uh, as such so that, well, it applies to Israel. Mm -hmm. uh, But because we're grafted in, and this is where we've spent so much energy on uh, Galatians, particularly where he says, yes, this was given to Abraham. Mm-hmm. It's been transferred to Christ. Mm-hmm. And we're still the recipient because he's now talking about the New Testament church. You as a believer, you as a follower of Christ are, are also grafted into that beautiful concept of I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing and all the mm-hmm. promises. And he goes into specifics. The promises apply to you. Um so it's fantastic. We, we, we're going to be blessed to be a blessing. We're still there. The covenant still exists, and it's still God's relationship with us. But because he says, um, I made it originally to Israel and the land of Israel, um, it actually also applies to them. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we know something about that. Um, when Jesus uh, you know, came... Uh, what was the reaction of the nation of Israel to Jesus? They rejected him. Pretty, pretty much rejected him. Uh, now it's both. It's a both hand, uh, and that is this: that um, uh, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, uh, uh, the leaders, they were threatened by him because it, it was mm-hmm. going to it was going to th- ruin their system. So they worked and were part of actually leading him to his death uh, because they wanted him wanted him gone. Right. Uh, and so uh, they, uh, you know, he went to his death because of what they did. He was resurrected. After he's resurrected, 
the the now by the way the followers the initial followers disciples were who Jews mm-hmm. uh, Jesus was Jewish uh, uh, and the people that first came to Christ at Pentecost and then into the building of the church were all what Jewish we're Jewish yeah so these were people that were of the nation of Israel now they're forming small groups church but they're Jews Mm-hmm. And by the way, it led to an interesting uh, issue. The Jews understood something. If this is true, and Jesus is the life, the way, and the, and, the, and the new life, it's a step into the covenant. They actually understood that. That mm. um, it's, it's, well, it's, it's a now, and when Jesus said, I've come to give you abundant life, they understood that as blessed to be a blessing. I'm going to receive it and give it away. And I'm part of the covenant. And because I'm part of the covenant, they said, if you're going to be part of the covenant, then you should go do what? Go get circumcised. Why should you be circumcised? As a sign of the covenant. Well, that's the sign of the covenant. So it's both that and the sign of the covenant. And of course, Paul said, no. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's not the mark. It's not the physical thing. It's not Jesus and something else. Mm-hmm. It's Jesus who will mark your heart. And this is Colossians 11, uh, 2, 11 to 15. Jesus will mark your heart with the circumcision. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a step into the covenant. Uh, so the church, yes, uh, and the Jews, uh, yes. But the nation of, of Israel never adopted that. Right. Uh, so the temple was destroyed, and then what happened when the temple was destroyed? Uh, they basically ended the nation of Israel uh, per se, mm. and Israel and and you they were a, they were a sub nation under Israel. They had their own leadership, but basically it was destroyed. And now, if you're Jewish, what did the Roman? What were the Romans going to do to you? They're going to kill you. Right. Uh, so what did everybody do? They left. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the diaspora. The diaspora. I was just reading about this uh, again the other day. And uh, interesting enough, God used it because a lot of those Jews who were leaving were believers. Mm-hmm. Well, and guess, that actually ultimately spread the gospel, correct? Because they, what they do? They formed new small groups, mm-hmm. new churches all over the uh, Europe and into Asia. Uh, because it was called the diaspora, but the nation of Israel ceased, mm-hmm. never again to be restored until until we we'll see until we we'll see recently. Uh, now this is remarkable, and this is why it still applies to them. Um, so they <laughs> they had no nation, and they weren't in intimate fellowship with each other anymore. So it's not like you live in in New Hampshire, so you're around New Hampshireites. Right, um, and your kids are are marrying people from New England because they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, think about if all the New Hampshireites got chased away from New Hampshire. <laughs> right, uh, the likelihood of them staying pure would be slim and none. Mm-hmm. Okay, guess what happened over over two thousand years to the Jewish people? They stayed pure. They stayed mm. Jewish. Because they married Jews and they stayed right. with it, and and even when now clearly not all no not all of them but but, 
But the tribes, interesting enough, enough of all the tribes of Israel did, and, and there was enough pure Jews. Mm-hmm. Um, and interesting enough, throughout the, um, uh, all the Middle Ages and into uh, you know, uh, the Renaissance, all that, because everybody was so afraid of them that they never allowed them to own property. So they couldn't own property. They lived there, rented. But because they couldn't own property, they, interestingly enough, were, were not subject to the up, ups and downs of the economic swings. And so they became bankers. Because mm. uh, they what? They had money. And they right. lent money. They became super wealthy through it, uh, uh, you know, through that process. Okay. So um, they're still pure Jews, but they're not Christians, primarily. Uh, okay. Yeah, the Christian community has absorbed them, uh, but uh, the Jewish people per se never received Jesus. They keep thinking there's another Messiah coming, and it wasn't Christianity. So they were kind of anti-Christianity, basically, mm-hmm. uh, and they they were different. Uh, okay, now it explains this in uh, Romans. So go to Romans chapter eleven. Um, and we'll start with, um, let's go ahead and start with, uh, let's just start with verse 19 and then we'll go down to, um, uh, oh, let's say 29, 19 to 29. Okay. You will say then branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. This is by the way, he's saying this of, uh, of the church, because the church is discussing this issue, basically. Okay. And well, there, you know, Israel's no longer there. Uh, by the way, when this is written, this is after uh, now into the diaspora. So uh, it's they've understood that well, Israel's kind of gone in their mind, okay. and Paul is trying to help them understand well, Israel still exists. Well, yeah, but. Um, uh, they were broken off so that I can be grafted in. So they're they're taking that position. Okay, so go ahead. Okay. You will say then, branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. Well said. Because of unbelief, they were broken off, and you stand by faith. Do not be haughty, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, he may not spare you either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always love the, hey, by the way, <laughs> uh, be careful. <laughs> Uh, that you don't think you're so prideful because uh, if God didn't spare his own Israel children, uh, you know, think this about, could happen to think you about too. what's going to happen. So, okay, so go ahead. Therefore, consider the goodness and severity of God on those who fell severity, but toward you, goodness, if you continue in his goodness. Otherwise, you also will be cut off. And they also, if they do not continue in unbelief, will be grafted in, for God is able to graft them in again. For if you were cut out of the olive tree, which is by which is wild by nature, and were grafted cron- contrary to nature into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these who are natural branches be grafted into their own olive tree? Okay, um, just stop there for a second. So he says, okay. um, uh, uh, and it's it's amazing. He said, and this is something we we're trying to help everybody understand. Think what it says in the same verse. The goodness and the severity. And the severity. That God, God is holy. Mm-hmm. It's not just goodness. Because mm-hmm. the Christian church has kind of relegated him to just a friendly, 
loving acceptance, loving God, and everything is, is uh, favorable. And he says, well, there's an element of truth that I'm holy and I'm both, uh, both goodness and severity at the same time. And he says, on those who fell, fell away because of lack of faith, severity, but toward you goodness, if, and he says, if you do what? You have to continue in the goodness. Right. Uh, if you do not continue in unbelief, uh, if they do not, and, and, and they that did not continue in unbelief will be grafted in, for God is able to do what? Graft them in again. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, hey, it's going to happen again. Uh, to those that rejected me, yes, they suffered not being with me. Right. But, but I'm still looking forward to the time they're going to be right. grafted in. And his heart is still to graft them in. Yeah, and he says something interesting here. Uh, he says that you, who weren't part of the original uh, uh, you know, uh, tree, mm-hmm. are grafted in, and you get all the blessings of that process, which is right. the covenant. He says, now, how cool is that? Fantastic. He said, by the way... When they decide and realize that I am the Messiah, mm-hmm. and they get regrafted in, they're grafted into the natural tree. They're 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 in essence they're stronger than you, mm. because they have an affinity for that already. You have to learn it. They have a natural one if they if they'd receive it. Uh, okay, mm. so uh, he sets up the premise, uh, and then go ahead read verses twenty five to twenty nine. Says. For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved, as it is written, the Deliverer will come out of Zion, and he will turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant with them, when I take away their sins. Concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake, but concerning the election, they are beloved for the sake of the fathers. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Yeah. So um, he says that um, uh, be careful that you uh, are wise in your own eyes and think you got this figured out. Uh, It's a mystery that um, when the fullness of the Gentiles come, okay, now now we, we, you and I talk about this every Friday. Right. When, when is that? At the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the tribulation, that uh, the fullness of the Gentiles come and that uh, we're raptured either pre-trib or probably mid-trib. Uh, during that time, the yeah, the church is not there. The Gentile church is not there. Right. But the Jews wake up. Right, and that's and, when they realize. And then they get it and received Christ as their Lord and Savior, and then they're living and promoting the, the truth during the last, particularly the last three and a half years of the tribulation. Hmm. And when Christ comes back and destroys everything, Israel, the nation of Israel, once again, starts the whole process. Hmm. Um, and they're the humans that then, but now they're believers and we get to be with them, by the way, uh, and help them abide and learn and grow. And then they be, they're fruitful and multiply and take over the whole earth. Uh, and he says, so my covenant with mm-hmm. them still stands. It does apply to them. When what? When they realize that I'm the Savior and, and the sins are now removed um, and they are beloved, you know, for my mm-hmm. sake. Okay. Uh, now go to... Um, 
uh, Matthew, Jesus actually makes a statement about this. Go okay. to go to Matthew uh, 24, uh, and it is verse. Um, let's see here, uh, 32 to 35. Okay. Matthew 24, 32 to 35. Yeah. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become, uh, when its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words by no means will pass away. Yep. Um, so he's talking. Uh, what you know? What did uh, he just say? That when the tree comes back and the leaves come back, mm-hmm. this is it. Um, and that generation that sees that happen is going to experience the end, and the end is going to lead to the Jews receiving Christ and becoming the beacon of light because all the covenant promises applies to them and is now going to be fulfilled in them because of it. Um, And now this is what you've taught before, how when the Jewish nation, when the the Israelites come back or the Jewish nation comes back to Israel and becomes a nation again, that generation is supposed to see the end. That's when we see the end is near, correct? That's right. And so So this uh, is like the reversal of the diaspora. Exactly. Uh, It's coming back. It's called uh, the uh, Aliyah. Uh, it's coming back, returning. And so um, uh, think about what happened. Again, that it's, it's just, super, first of all, <laughs> supernatural mm-hmm. that the Jews stayed pure 2,000 years, never having a place to live. I mean, right. how unbelievable is that? And then the nation of Israel is reformed in 1947 after World War II. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had partial land, not all the land of the covenant, in 1967, right. it's called the Six-Day War. And interesting enough, all the nations, the Muslim nations around them attacked them mm-hmm. um, to, get, to get rid of them. That's it. We want them out of the way. And in six, <laughs> in six days, they won the war. And they should have been mm-hmm. annihilated. It was supernatural. Uh, and God had them win the war. And guess what? They got all the land back. Mm. Um that was the covenant land, it's, that's, that's the way it is today. The, the battle ever since and still is about that land. Mm-hmm. And the Palestinians say, well, yeah, but I want, I want, I want mine back. I want, I want to get some, you know, give up the land. And so the world has constantly been asking Israel, give up land, give up land, give up land, so that you can be but at peace. But they know it's land they've been promised and given by God, so but, they're but not going Net- to Netanyahu particularly said, this is our land given by God. We can't give it up. And mm-hmm. this is just an interesting truth is that um, every prime minister ever since 1967 that has tried to give away land mm-hmm. has either died, had stroke, or, or been removed from office. Really? Yeah. And uh, Netanyahu understood that, that I can't do it. And the land isn't going to, the truth is the land's not going to be given up because that's part mm-hmm. of the covenant. And so the nation has returned. And again, uh, I've said this before, is that, uh, well, in, let's say 67, 40 years was 2007. So I guess it didn't happen. And I personally had lunch with Netanyahu and I asked him that question. 
And he said, well, we're not a nation yet. This was back in mm-hmm. the, uh, around 2000. And um, what do you mean? He said, well, until half of the Jew, true Jews in the world are living in Israel, we're not considered. And consider- these are the pure Jews. The pure Jews. That's not, who you're talking We're about. not considered a nation. Uh, oh, okay. I said, that explains something to me. And thanks. And, and then in 2012, he stood up and said, I wanted to make an announcement. Israel has become a nation. Over 50% of the Jews now live in Israel. Uh, mm. By the way, interesting enough, funded by evangelicals. Uh, wow. So this is, this is a both, one of those both hands. We as a believer are recipient of the covenant. Mm-hmm. And we're blessed to be a blessing and we're part of all that. The Israel is waiting to fulfill their piece of the covenant. And God says, <laughs> I've set it up. I returned you. Mm-hmm. The leaves are back on. I'm waiting. This is coming. For you to wake up. Because you won't, and he says it in, in Romans, I can't give it to you mm-hmm. until you repent and I can release mm-hmm. you of your sin. I can't do it just because you're Jewish. I can do it when you, when you receive me as Lord and Savior. But the covenant, the land, the blessed to be a blessing is, is, is still valid for you as a nation. And it's really critical as we understand the end to see the, the role of Israel in it and our support of Israel in it. And interesting enough, and this is really cool, the people that are going to enjoy the covenant in the millennium after Christ returns and starts over again are Jews. Mm. And it's going to be what? Living the covenant life. They're going to be blessed to be a blessing. Uh, so it's, it's a both and. It's really clever. Uh, yes, Diane, uh, it does still apply. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, waiting. Uh, to be and God is setting it up and giving them opportunity and look at what I'm doing look at what I do with the six day war look at what I'm doing with protecting you we talked about the iron dome uh, look at all that I do do for you and and they're they're going to wake up um, and it's going to be and by the way we're part of the uh, giving away of that truth to them uh, mm. to share with them the truth so it's going to be you know quite cool so Kathy I think that was a great discussion <laughs> that we had today yeah it's fascinating uh, right to really understand how this all fits together but Diane thank you for your uh, question and uh, hopefully that helped everybody to understand something and we'd love to if you got more questions about this and what's the role of Israel and how does this apply and does the covenant apply to us particularly we'd love to share that with you and uh, send them in and we'd love to do it afjministry.com questions at afjministry.com and we will answer them Excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And thanks, Diane, for your question. Hope you guys all enjoyed learning about this as well today. So thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Have a great afternoon. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.